Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Lilia Parmigiani. Lilia is an Italian girl living abroad since 2015 and traveling the world. She is currently in Malaysia and she is an Italian, Spanish, English, French, and German simultaneous translator, as well as working in the Web3 crypto space. Lilia, how are you today? Hi, Aziz. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm feeling fantastic, very full of grace and gratefulness for being alive, enjoying this adventure we call life. And I'm very curious about you as a person. So I'll begin with this nice first question. If your friends, Lilia, could describe your personality, and I don't know because you're traveling all over, so it might be hard to keep any friendships, but if those who know you best and love you most could describe who you are, your personality, what would they say about you? Well, this is an amazing question. My best friends actually are people living abroad in different countries and traveling as well. Uh, I think they would say I'm a really open person, really trustful and uh, funny. <laughs> I consider myself a funny person and I'm really spiritual and deep in, uh, in the sense of uh, studying and analyzing every aspect of life. And also I'm always seeking for adventure. I have so many questions really about this and I'll begin with this one. It comes in the life of every girl and every woman where she gets her heart broken and she feels, oh no, I cannot trust the world or anyone. And often it leads, it leads many girls to not becoming trusting. They just put their guards up. What allows you to be trusting? Is it a spiritual belief? Is it a choice you think, well, I have to risk having my heart broken or being disappointed in people because... If I close myself, life will become shallow and it's not worth it and the alternative is much, much better? Or what beliefs or perspectives on the world allow you to be trusting while many other people do not behave in this way? Well, I think that um, thanks to my past and living abroad is not always a good thing because you are alone many times and sometimes you are uh, struggling a lot. So... Um, Many bad things happened to me, actually, in the past years, living abroad when I was in my bubble. And I understood, thanks to reading and studying and thanks to my mentors and friends as well, that everything that happens in your life is a lesson. So right now, I have an approach to life more relaxed, no more panic attacks, no more anxiety, because I understood that 
actually everything bad that happens to me happens for a reason because I have to learn something and I'm becoming a better version of my better version of myself actually every day and every time that something bad happens to me so I'm really grateful uh of course it hurts sometimes as you said but I think that um being mature means being a person who really doesn't complain and who really wants to find something good in every every single situation because I mean, we are here because life is a journey, you know, we have to grow. I'm also learning every day. I love that perspective. It's absolutely fascinating. And then you said you're spiritual. So maybe relating this to your spiritual side, do you believe in destiny? You said we are on this planet in order to learn. And there is a perspective which is like a soul family that before our birth, we agreed with all the people who will hurt us and those who will be kind to us that we wanted those lessons. And therefore, you shouldn't feel bad if someone hurt you or bad things happen because you asked for it in order to develop and reach maturity as well as let go of past traumas and past negative karmas. But to you, what is your perspective on life? How do you see fate? How do you see karma? How do you see the whole world? Is it a friendly place where you are meant to manifest your destiny for greatness no matter what? Or how is it? Is it your personal choice no matter what? And therefore, maybe you, there is no destiny. It's all personally created. Or how do you perceive it? Well, that's an amazing question. No one asked me that before. And uh, I, f- I believe, first of all, in karma. Karma is a, is a good concept because karma means what's going to happen after I do something or after someone else do, does something. Because every, uh, in Italian, we say, per ogni azione c'è una reazione. So for every action, there's a reaction. We... We need to know that. So I, I want to believe that the world is a great place and we have to learn a lot. Uh, I can tell you because I'm in this part of the world is full of nature, animals, and I'm learning a lot from the nature, from the trees, uh, from the sky, because everything is um, like um, a circle. So there is a sunset and the next day there is a sunrise. It means that we have to purify. Okay, we can cry one day, be good the next day. It's uh, all a cycle and I want to believe uh, because I'm trying to uh, reject all the um, negativity, toxicity that have been involved in the past years with the wrong people. I want to believe that choosing to see only the good things in life is making me feel better. And it's actually actually the, the truth because you feel better, you don't cry anymore. So I think it's, uh, it's just a choice, you know. Thank you. And I will play the devil's advocate a little bit. It doesn't mean I believe this, but I want to understand your point. You spoke about how life is cyclical and things can make you cry and then you can choose positivity. But you're a girl who loves adventure. You said yourself that you love to jump on new adventures, which means you love the full range of emotions. You love exciting new experiences, which means risking negativity and hurt and disappointment and all that. So how can you choose positivity if for many people, especially those who need strong emotions often, being positive is boring because there isn't anything risky or exciting happening? 
So how do you feed your sense of adventure? Are you saying like maybe you're in a phase now where you're like, oh my God, I had so much negativity. I have to take a break, but then you will miss it. You'll be like, oh, I missed that. It was so exciting. Let me return to some drama or how does it work? <laughs> That's amazing. Actually, I'm Italian, so we, all, we also love drama, you know. Um, for me, it's not a phase, it's more an approach because yes, I'm positive, but of course I love drama sometimes. I love to talk to my friends and know all the gossip. But what I mean is that I don't want to get involved too much in toxicity, too much in negativity because it affects my mood. So for me, uh, first of all, I'm a person who loves exciting things, adventures, and I traveled a lot by myself in the past years. And of course, it's dangerous. Like many bad things happen, especially to women traveling by, traveling by themselves. But also you learn because um, I got stolen. Uh, I was in danger many times. Uh, some guys tried to hurt me. You know, it's, it's, it's really bad in the moment. But after years, you understand Wow, thanks to that moment, I'm stronger. I'm, I'm smarter right now. I know that I have to be more careful. So this is what I mean. I mean, of course, sometimes we are just, why does it happen to me? It happens for you, actually. There's always a lesson behind. But um, I think it's good to, to be angry, to be vulnerable, to be sad. Uh, just not for too long, you know? That's what I mean. Thank you. And I like that. And there is a stereotype that people who love adventure and they love exciting travels, etc., are not deep at all. Yet, you describe yourself as a deep person who analyzes, which usually is an introvert trait, while people who are into adventure are more extrovert and looking for quick thrills. So how do both parts of your personality balance each other? Are you like an introvert who chose to live an exciting life and pretending to be an extrovert? Are you a Gemini? So you have both parts of your personality active? Or how do you balance both? That's a great question. I mean, I'm really extrovert because I speak to everyone. And when, especially when I travel, when I meet new people from different cultures. I love to get uh, to know something from everyone. Um, of course, I'm an introvert as well because I like to stay by myself. I'm a bit a nerd. I read a lot. I read a book per week since uh, January 1st. So for me, it's really important to stay by myself, to think, to meditate, to analyze what I'm doing, where I'm going, and uh, am I doing the right thing? Uh, to cry, I mean, to be angry. It's important to talk to myself in the mirror. That's the most important thing that saved my mental health, especially, I want to say, because I understood that I have to appreciate myself, especially when something wrong is going on. Um, I have to analyze every aspect of what I'm going through because I'm going to find a solution. I don't need anyone to tell me what to do. I can find a solution by myself. That's what I say to my friends, and that's what they tell me as well. So... Um, I mean, it's hard actually to, to balance this part, but uh, I think that being a happy person, if you're happy with yourself, you appreciate your body. Uh, I have a um, problem with my immune system and it started to like bring me to the decline, you know, in the past year, especially when you're living alone and you cannot talk to anyone. But still, after the years, you understand that you have to appreciate yourself, like you're unique. So why should I cry when I am unique? There's no one else like me. What can I, I mean, bring to the world 
that is not, of course, it's not going to be, the, it's not going to be the same as someone else. So um, it's really hard to balance these things. I think I'm, I'm in the path of learning right now, but um, it's really important to be adventurous, but still understand there's a limit. There's a limit of too much party. There's a limit of too much work. There's a limit of too much traveling. You have to understand the balance. And that's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. Thank you. And I noticed you mentioned that before you were struggling and you had problems with your health and you were staying alone. So I'm curious about that. We live in a time where there is the impression or the illusion that there are social bonds we are forming because of social media, but it means a lot of people don't have as many real life relationships. What do you think about this? And was traveling and meeting new people and you becoming an extrovert who talks to everyone a reaction to this, like a solution to the social distancing that was created, whether through the pandemic or because people are looking at their phone all day rather than living life? You thought, look, I live in a city, everybody's too busy, so let me travel the world. I will meet other travelers who are also very open, very extroverted and outgoing. And therefore, I will have that human connection through finding where those people are, which is on the trail of travels. That's a um, really, really good question. Um, for me, first of all, I feel the energy. I feel the energy when I talk to someone. I know that uh, I'm talking to you right now because I have to learn something from you. And um, especially I know that I'm using social media because social media is a tool. I mean, we, we should use social media for business or for uh, a purpose or to, to feel better with ourselves. But of course, it's not life. Real life is harder, is difficult. And uh, of course, I mean, we have to, I have to, I have to talk for myself. I have to um, spread, I have this feeling of spreading positivity and feeling, making other people feel grateful and happy because I know that everyone is suffering. Come on, everyone is hurt sometime in, in their life. Everyone is crying uh, and not showing in on Instagram. Uh, I do it as well. I mean, come on, we are human. But the thing is, I think we all have a mission. There's a really great book that I love. It's called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And it tells you, what's your mission? I mean, why are you born? And why someone else is not born in your place? Because you have a mission. So for me, it's really important to define this mission and to say, what am I doing and why? So for what I'm doing right now is just trying to empower other people. Go travel, go do the thing that you, you didn't like. Go do the thing that is scaring you because that's what I'm doing with me. So, I mean, you ask so many things, but this, I think it's the most important thing to, to empower others as you're doing with your podcast. That is amazing. I think it's a, it's a great mission because you make other people feel good. Thank you so much. You're very kind. And what I believe is a lot of people say, oh, too many people nowadays are living in their bubble. And it's true. But if it is true, then it means we can create our own universe of great, wonderful, positive people who are not bullies or toxics. And those people are not born next to us or 
like we grew up with them, not necessarily, but they can be anywhere in the world, like you spoke about Malaysia or Maldives or Brazil or Paris or wherever. And all life is about is about those souls who are meant to meet, meeting and connecting in ways that wouldn't be possible if everybody stayed in their cocoon, as well as empowering women because we live in a society where in many ways the mission or purpose that you spoke about tests us if you are on your mission it's actually harder the hardest road you can go on because it will really attack you with all your demons compared to you not going on your mission and your mission therefore is your path for biggest growth as a person and therefore too for many women if they stay within their comfort zone or they feel shy or they feel that society is judging them they will never find their mission and purpose or even that if they find it they will not feel confident in order to follow it and to grow and reach their ultimate potential and that's part of what is important to me to do with this podcast, to empower women, even those who participate, they think, oh my God, I participated in a podcast. What else can I do in this world? Some were inspired to start their own podcasts or projects, etc. But to ask you from your own perspective, we live in a time where people know what they don't want, but almost nobody knows what they want. They have no idea what is their mission and they worry, oh my God, if I pick the wrong why, like Simon Sinek, you spoke about, what if I'm on the wrong path, then I will regret it. I will be wasting time. Let me wait, wait, wait. Maybe I will wait longer and I will discover my mission. But if they don't try anything, <laughs> they can never find it. To you, how did you find the confidence in order to discover your mission? How do you know it is your mission? Is it temporary and then it will evolve? And what is your advice for women in general and girls, whether teenagers or in their 20s, etc., who don't feel they have found their mission, they don't feel confident to search for it or to pursue it in order for them to arrive there and therefore they will know, okay, my mission, like you said, is to feel the energy to share the joy and positivity and empower others. You said that about yourself. How can the other women find it for themselves if they didn't already? Well, first of all, I would say to any every single woman on this planet, it's okay. If it's not your why, it's okay. Life is a journey. Uh, we are used to in Europe, in the US, all over the the first word, word first word, uh, um, first word. Sorry, I would say, it's uh, really great to um, see how the word is fast. Everyone is running, especially in Milan. Everyone runs fast. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have this deadline. But at the end of the day, what what do we want to do actually in real life? That's what I thought <laughs> in my personal perspective. Uh, I would say that first of all, we have to take distance as I did because I was living in two years, uh, for two years, sorry, in Dubai. And Dubai is a really fast city as well, growing a lot. I love it. But I needed to stop for a bit to realize really what I want to do, what, what, makes, me, what makes me happy and what is my mission. Uh, I think the biggest suggestion I would say to a girl, a woman, uh, a person is that st it's important to stop, to breathe and to stay with yourself 
talk to the mirror, talk to your twin in the mirror, as I call it. I'm only child, so I don't have twins, but uh, she's my twin in the mirror and she looks at me and, and we talk and I ask her, so what do you want to do? What makes you happy? I think it's a really positive exercise. I, st- I started doing it when I had COVID and I couldn't, I was in a horrible situation in Spain, but that's another story, maybe another day. Um, and I realized that I only have myself, like I'm stuck with myself for every single day of my life forever. So why should I feel anxiety and pressure? I have to enjoy every single moment. So what makes me happy right now? Um, this is the point that that we should analyze. Like we are doing this pod- podcast because it makes you happy. I'm traveling because it makes me happy. So I think everyone should find what uh, what is really the um, source of happiness. And if you're scared to do something, it means it's the right thing. That's what I understood. So um, I think it's it's just like as you said, you travel, you meet people from different corners of the world, you uh, you attract the right energy because you are the good you're a good person, you're a positive person. So I believe in the law of attraction, obviously, and uh, I think the best advice would be this. Just stay by yourself, analyze yourself, do meditation, talk to yourself in the mirror, even if it sounds weird but uh, you will discover many things about yourself. I love that perspective. And you spoke a lot about energy again and again and again. How do you experience it? If they were like some aliens from another planet and they came to Earth and you are the official simultaneous translator and they wanted to ask you and say, what is this energy thing? How do you feel people's energy? Where does it come from? Is it like a divine energy within the right people while the wrong people have like some devil energy or like Dante, an infernal (laughs) energy or something like that? What is that energy? How do you perceive it? How do you know the good people from the bad people? How do you know like when before you were in situations that were bad, did you feel from the beginning that the energy was wrong within the person, but you tried to say, no, I don't tr- no, let me give them a chance. And you did not trust the red flags you felt or how does it work for you? Yes, exactly. I trust my gut. I learned to trust my gut because I avoided consciously um, many red flags, too many. So right now the rule is uh, first red flag means run. You have to run because your mental health is the most important thing. Women, men, children, everyone. So um, I think this is the message that we have to bring to the world nowadays, especially strong women, because many people think women, oh, she cannot do it. No, we are powerful. We can change the world and we are actually doing it. So for me, energy is... Um, especially I love reading about psychology, so I can talk for hours about it. But uh, what I learned through the years, especially with all the bad experience that I've been through, and there are a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, including sleeping in the street and blah, blah, so on, maybe another day. Uh, but I would say that you have to understand that you have two sides. You have a good side, you have a bad side. So if you see something bad in someone else, maybe... Um, 
you accept it, you, uh, how do you say, avoid it, as I did, because you say, yeah, maybe this person can change. Uh, you're like mm, positive about the change, but people, don't, people do, do not change. Um, so I think it's a part of us uh, that we have to understand. That's why talking to the mirror is really important. And um, we don't have to avoid red flags. That's the most important thing. But uh, trusting the gut, in my case, and I think in, in many people's cases as well, it's the most important thing. Because if I meet you and since the first conversation we had, I got a really positive energy uh, from you. Uh, I know that this is, this is a good thing. Sometimes uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I feel, yeah, this is a good feeling, but then it's a bad person, you know? You never know. But I think trusting the gut is really important. Always, of course, if it's a dangerous thing, uh, as I did in my case, it's always better to uh, ask maybe an opinion of our best friends, our parents, because they always know the best for us. So um, our loved ones, I would say. But yeah, trusting my gut, uh, always. That's why I'm still alive and I'm still here. And as I said before, it's always a lesson. I mean, right now I know that I cannot do stuff when I travel by myself because it's dangerous. So it's always a lesson. And uh, I mean, I'm a better person thanks to that. I really agree 100%. And I want to ask a question that is related and tangential. You travel the world. You have been from Milano to going to live in Dubai and now traveling all over Asia, etc. Maybe some girls, they dream of traveling alone or not, but they think, oh, I don't know if I can make new friends. I don't know. Or some girls, they decided to go study in another city or another country where they don't have friends. What is your method or advice or approach if you are in a new city in order to make new friends? What if some girls worry, oh, if I get rejected or people tell me to go away if I speak to some strangers? And as well as how do you begin and build friendships and communications with people? Do you believe it's done in a way where you have some ideas that you try to share about yourself and understand about themselves? Or is it all energetic and it's enough to show up and say hello and the right people will be attracted to your energy and the wrong people, they will not. And therefore, it's not about what you do. It's about who you are or how is it in your mind? That's amazing. Amazing question. Uh, actually, for me, of course, I have never been so like um, uh, open to speaking to everyone. But that's a thing that I learned uh, through the years. So in the beginning, I started to travel by myself when I was like 15 years old. So like this in, in Europe, normally we study abroad in the summer. Uh, I used to go to the UK, to England and to Ireland also to study English. Uh, and I realized that you, if you're alone, you always have to go speak first to the people who is alone. That's it. <laughs> Your friends will be the, the nerds and uh, lonely people like you. Because, I mean, um, we are all alone in this world. We are born alone. We don't have to be scared. The first time I spoke to someone by myself when I was alone in, um, I think it was in Ireland, yeah, when I was really, really young, I was scared. Yes, but maybe you can start with uh, 
joke a joke you know oh my god look at look at uh, this bird i don't know it, it's just funny you know and you start laughing with someone you see the right energy uh, you start a conversation maybe that's basic and um maybe you go get an ice cream or i recommend to be honest to stay with people that is happy happy and create and spreading right energy but also of course if you don't know someone and it happened to me before when i was maybe traveling around hostels sleeping in hostels and staying uh, out late at night i wouldn't recommend to uh, make friends in the night and in a festival or someone that i mean you're by yourself and you're at night and you don't know who can save you if something happens if something happens but you know what i mean i'm just trying, trying to say be in a safe environment. I think uh, you just have to push yourself. And it's great because this is a really good exercise. You will learn that you can speak to everyone. And once you start speaking to people in the street, it's an addiction. You cannot stop. Because every time you speak to someone, especially from a different culture, you will learn so much. And it's, it's so good. It makes you feel so good because... When I'm in Italy and staying home all the year long, I mean, you don't have to go to Australia to learn these things. There are social media now. We are, it's better for us. But um, once you start speaking with people who you will never meet in your own home country, you will get so many um, good vibes and especially so much knowledge that first of all, will delete all the... Um, notions that we have in our brain because you know when you, when we are born our society uh puts a lot of negativity in our brain racism homophobia just a few examples so you will learn to accept others to accept yourself and you will learn how our people is living and maybe what society tells us is wrong guess what it's wrong <laughs> so i think it's really important to just just push yourself just go speak to everyone it's okay. If they reject you, it's fine. T say thanks and move on because maybe they are not in their phase uh, yet where they are willing to open to the others. And it's okay. Everyone is in phases. Everyone is in cycles. If they reject you, okay, fine. <laughs> they don't deserve me. Maybe next time. Thank you so much, Lilia, for all this wisdom. I understand and see and notice how deep you are. I wish you a lot of safe adventures full of excitement, a lot of great people in your life and to keep going with your why and your mission of spreading good energy and positivity. Thank you for being in this podcast. Thank you so much, Aziz, for the opportunity. And I wish you a lot of peace joy and happiness in life.